subject matter, make the most out of your new year. Make the most. God has blessed us to see another year. So let's make the most uh, out of this new year. In the book of Proverbs, the 17th chapter, the wise man, he gives us some advice. He gives us some advice that I want to just deal with just quickly today. And the advice that he gives us in the 17th chapter in verse number 24, amen, in the Good News translation, he says, an intelligent person aims at wise decisions or actions, but a fool starts off in many directions. You may close your book. An intelligent person aim at wise actions, but a fool, somebody say, but a fool, yeah, but a fool starts off in many directions. And so can you believe that this year, 2021, is over? Yesterday is gone and tomorrow will never be the same. And it seems that with each passing year, time just speeds up and now we are faced with another new year. We all can do one or two things this year. We can waste it away by sitting around and worrying about the things we failed to accomplish last year or the mistakes we made throughout the year. We can sit around and mope or have a pity party because things didn't go the way we wanted them to. Or we can decide to make to make this the greatest year of our lives. If we make a conscious decision to do whatever it takes to have a great year. And the point I want to get across is whatever we're going to do with our lives this year, we had better get on the move because time is moving on. Time is not waiting on nobody. Time is not going to sit still until you make up your mind about what you are going to do. Let me also say that if we're not doing something with our lives, it really doesn't matter how long the year is or how much time we have left in this year. And so what are you going, what are you going to do in 2022? How will this year be any different than last year? How many of you all would like 2022 to be better than 2021? You see, last year was a tough year. Amen. I don't care what nobody say. Last year was a tough year. It was a year of challenges. It was a year of choices. It was a year of changes. It was a year of some crisis. The fact is, for some of you, the year 2021 was more of a disappointment than a joy. Some of you may have experienced a loss of some kind. 
and for some it may have been a year of setbacks and failures. The bad news is there's nothing we can do to change last year. That's the bad news. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but there's nothing we can do to change last year. It is, somebody ought to say it is what it is. But the good news is, the good news is we can learn from last year and we can learn from today. We have the opportunity to start over and make uh, some changes. God brings life to us in uh, small pieces that we know as uh, hours, days, uh, months. And at the beginning of every year, I believe that God says to us, let's wipe the slate clean and let's start with a brand new new year it's like god is saying let's start over and i want y'all to know that's good news our text says that an intelligent person aims at wise actions but a fool starts off in many directions that's the person who starts the year off in haste going in many uh, directions with no plan of action can i talk to y'all for a minute then notice notice if you will the words at the beginning of this verse is it says an intelligent person aims at wise actions yes that means that they have a goal they have an objective and aim they they have a target have you set any goals for 2022 that's what the pastor want to know have you set down or were you so busy cooking and eating and enjoying family that you 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 knew the new year was coming i want to know have you sat down and set any goals for 2022 or are you just going to walk into this new year and hope that is better than last year i stopped by here to tell you that all of us we must have a plan i want y'all to repeat after me say i must have a plan don't 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 just say i'm gonna wait on god and uh, and then i'm just wait on god to make 2022 better than uh than, than than last year and he'll give me double for all my trouble all, all that is true but 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 the text says that in an intelligent person that so that means god deals uh, god deals with intelligence and so and so today today i want to share with you just a few keys just a few keys that will help all of us get the most out of 2022 can i tell y'all something about keys because keys can be used to start something or used to open doors amen keys mean authority 
Come on. Uh, give me the keys, uh, Brother Connor, to your, you, you got a Lexus, right? That Lexus uh, car out there. Yeah, give me the keys to it, bro. And I tell you what, the second you give me the keys to your car, that just simply me, you giving me authority. Y'all, 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 come on here. Keys mean authority. Uh, he gave Peter the keys to the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth, I'm going to feel like preaching in a minute. Whatever you bind in earth, I'm a bind in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth, I'm a loose in heaven. I give you the keys. Somebody say the keys. And so I'm going to give you some keys today that I want you to put on your key ring. Amen. Amen. Put on your key ring. And, and I want you to use the keys. Amen. And the first key that I want to give you is simply this. We have to learn how to accept responsibility for our lives. That's number one. Accept responsibility for your life. And, and, and this is something that is hard for, for many people to do. Some people would rather blame somebody else for the problems and the difficulties in their lives. These are people that go around looking for someone who who will who will accept responsibility for them. I'm talking about someone who will accept responsibility for the way they live their lives and and the choices that they make. When things don't turn out the way they hope, they have someone that they can blame. Accepting responsibility for one's life is not a popular concept in our society. Because you all know, you know that we live, we live in a culture that embraces a concept called political correctness. And this basically says simply this, that none of your problems are my fault. Everything bad in your life is somebody else's fault. We blame the environment, blame the educator. Why your kid ain't doing good in school? You blame the teacher and the principal and the vice. Somebody say preach pastor. We blame parents because of how kids turn out. Blame anybody else. But it's simply not your fault. If you spill some hot coffee on yourself, then you sue McDonald's. Come on. It's their fault. It's always somebody else's it's somebody else's fault you spilt the coffee and then you're going to tell them they shouldn't have made it so hot but if they had given you cold y'all ain't talking back here to me if they had given you cold coffee all right, then you would have had something to say. It's always somebody. I ain't in no hurry to preach today. So listen, we will never be a success in life and we will never make our lives count if we have the attitude that it's someone else's fault. We've got to accept responsibilities for our own life. Come on, somebody say hallelujah. 
Galatians 6 and 5. Just write the scripture down. Just write it down. But Galatians 6 and 5 says each person must be responsible for himself. Every man shall bear his own burdens. And all of us are here today. We face, we face two kinds of circumstances. Those circumstances which we have no control over. There are just some circumstances you simply have no control over. And none of us here knows what we will face throughout 2022. There are certain things that are going to happen regardless of what we do or how we try to plan for the new year. But that is no excuse for not being prepared or at least having a plan. There are some circumstances that we face as a result of our own choices. Somebody say my own choice. Uh, say my actions and then say and my lack of actions hello here because while we may not be in control of all the circumstances that we will face this coming year we do have control of how we will act and respond to them you heard sister Lori testify which everything that she had to go through come on I won't repeat it but she had to make a choice on how how she was going to respond you got to make a choice every day that God allows you to see and when your eyes come open you make a choice of how your day is going to be I want you to know Elamira every morning that I wake up the first thing I say is this is a day that the Lord has made and I'm going to do what rejoice uh, and I'm going to be, my knees be hurting sometime early in the morning. But I don't focus on my knees hurting. I do focus maybe later on. Uh, but the first thing I say when I get up, Sister Paula, is this is a day that the Lord has made. Uh, and I, I'm purposing my heart. I purpose in my mind uh, that I'm going to rejoice and be glad in this day. There are three kinds of people in life. And you might want to write this down. There's three kinds uh, of people in this life. There are the accusers and then there are the excusers and then there are the choosers. Come on here somebody. I'm going to preach up in here today. I said number one you have the accusers and number two you have the excusers and then number three you have the choosers. Now there are the accusers. Let's deal with them for a second. They always blame everybody else for their problems. And their favorite phrase is, it's all your fault. It's never my fault. It's someone else's fault. Those are the accuser. Every argument that you have at home is always somebody else's fault. You ain't done nothing wrong. 
wrong. You ain't, you're not the one that have the attitude. You're not the one that spent too much money. Oh, I'm going to preach up in this house. I'm going to come down to everybody's street in a few minutes. You ain't, you, you, it's never, it's never your fault. It's always somebody else's fault. You are an accuser. That's what pastor going to classify you as. You are an, you are an accuser. And then you got some excusers. Now these are folk. Excusers are people that always have an excuse for not making a decision or doing something. Just full of excuses. There's always a reason why they can't make the most or get the most out of their year. In the long run, they end up being losers. And I've discovered that whenever I want to procrastinate on something, any excuse will do. You'll be surprised at the excuses people will give to get out of any certain uh, situation. But can I tell you what the Bible says? The Bible called all you excusers. This is a, oh God, help me preach. The Bible called you lazy. I didn't call you lazy. Now, if you one of those that always make an excuse, the Bible called you lazy because the Bible says that a lazy man is full of excuses. Ask your neighbor, are you lazy? Well, let's move on. And so not only do we have the accusers, I know I'm preaching up in here. I can watch y'all say. <laughs> we have the accusers and then, and then we have the excusers and then there are the choosers. Now the choosers say, that I choose to accept responsibility for my own life, for my goals. I choose to accept responsibility for my own happiness. I don't need nobody else to make me happy. I choose the direction of my life. I'm not depending upon the crowd. And if we do this, then guess what? If you become a chooser, you already a jump ahead in 2022. Well, let me move on lest I preach too long. The second thing we got to deal with, uh, you got to believe that you can change. Come on, say, tell, say, I can change. Come on, say, I can change. Stop saying I can't and start saying that I can. The person believes that they can change with the help of God. Sometimes we just got to come to the realization that it's me. Come on here, somebody. It's my attitude. It's my disposition. Come on here. And I choose to change. I can do all things through Christ. You make up in your mind that there is nothing that I cannot master with the help of Jesus Christ. I know I've been this way for 58 years. Lord, I don't want to preach too long. I'm sorry, y'all. I don't want to preach too long. I know I've been this way for 58 years and I ain't going to change. That's just, that just the way that I am. My mama made me the way I am. And I got my daddy in me. And I'm saved. Don't forget I'm saved. I got a little Baptist in me, a little, little, little Methodist in me, some Kojic in me. That sounds like I messed up. But anyway, I'm not going to change. I don't care how old you are and how long you've been doing what you're doing. The Holy Go say you got 
to believe that you can change. You got to make up in your mind, there's my God, there's nothing I can't master. That means that with the, how many days we got left? 364 or 61, 62? Oh, I don't forgot what day it is. However many more days that's left in this year, you make up in your mind, I can master anything. Somebody say, I can master anything. I'm gonna hit, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit the ground running. No problem, no situation, no circumstance, no hassle that I can't handle, that I cannot manage. My God, that I'm not competent to handle with the help of God. You know, folk will make you feel that you're incompetent, but the devil is a liar. I want you to be yourself. Be yourself in 2022. You ain't got to act no certain way for nobody. You ain't got to come up to nobody's expectation. God said you are uniquely made, and I want you to just be yourself. You ain't got to change or satisfy other folk. Be yourself. Look at your neighbor and say, be yourself. You knew, uh, let me get out. I'm not going to even go there. Yes, I am. You knew when you married him, he didn't hang up his clothes. Come on here, somebody. You knew it when you married him, but you were so in love with him. You said, I hang him up for you, baby. But then when you saw how many clothes he had, all of a sudden you want him to change. The devil is a liar. I can work 10, 12 hours in a day. 10, 12 hours a day. And I'm telling y'all this is the truth. I work 10, 12 hours a day at the mortuary sometime. And brother, may not be so tired. I be wore out. I get in the car and I tell her the truth. I'm on my way home. And she said, oh, what's for dinner? Can you stop by the taco shop and get me something? Are you, ooh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. In my mind, I said, don't she know? We got three cars in the driveway and the taco shop is only one block from the house. Why is she telling me to stop? I just made a confession. Holy Ghost made me, I didn't mean to say that. That's not in my manuscript. I'm in trouble now. She'll call it two o'clock. What you doing? What you think I'm doing? She'll say, what's for lunch? What do you think is for lunch? I'm in trouble, ain't I, Diane? Anybody cooking today? I'm going to need a meal. (laughs) I'm going with you guys. I need y'all to hear me today. But after being married for almost 39 years... That's what she's accustomed to. I don't think she's going to change. (laughs) You can't change people. Come on, somebody. But maybe you need to change. Change your attitude. Change your disposition. Your situation may not never change. But how many of y'all know God will change you? God to give you the ability. God to give you the stability. Come on here, somebody. God will help. Well, let me wrap this thing up. I'm not near by finish, but I'm going to wrap it up. Let me see. God called a man by the name of Moses. 
Come on here, somebody. Somebody say, well, maybe God can't use me. But I need you to know that when you're doing your best, God can use you just the way that you are. Don't give up on God. You might have missed the mark. You might have missed the aim. But don't give up on God. Don't quit. Don't turn around. Don't let nobody send you to hell. As long as you know, as long as you love Jesus and you know that he's your savior, you know the storms are raging and you know that he's been your shelter. And if you tell God, wherever you leave me, God, I'm going to do the best I can to follow. Don't let folks stop you because of who you are. God called a man by the name of Moses and God said Moses I I want to use you. I want to use you to save a nation. And Moses said who me God? Who me? Come on. He said I got kicked out of Egypt because I murdered a guy. He says I'm a murderer. Now I'm out here feeding sheep on top of all of that. Not only that, but I stutter. I'm slow of speech. And you want me to be the spokesman for the nation. And God said, yes, I'm going to use you. I want somebody to know in 2022, you might stutter. You might feel like you're working in the sheepfold. You may have murdered somebody's reputation. But God said, I can still, I can still use you. I see another man by the name of Gideon when the nation of Israel was overrun by the enemy and God said I'm going to use you Gideon I'm going to use you to save the country and Gideon said who me God he said I'm the youngest kid in the poorest family in the smallest tribe of the nation and God says so what look at your name and say God says so what you may be the youngest in your family you may be the brokest person in your family but God said I'm getting ready to use you if you make up in your mind that I believe that I can change so that God can use me you might be the youngest but God he can use you and the good news is God wants to use you but you must first accept responsibility for your life and then you must believe that you can change and that God can give you the power to change if you just only trust him and then third of all let's get ready to wrap this thing up man because they tired of hearing me now and then the third thing you got to clarify what you want some of y'all don't even know what you want come on here you want one thing today but then tomorrow you want something else and then next week you want something else you got to clarify what you want you got to decide what's important to you and you got to decide what is not important God has given us the gift of choice that's why we're not animals because God's given us choice and you need to clarify what you want write it down write your vision down and make your vision plain oh thank you Holy Ghost when we a few years ago Sister Teresa everything that she wanted I'm talking about everything that she wanted she cut it out of the paper and Sister Kim she put it on the refrigerator somebody you need a refrigerator ministry 
Husbands, don't get nervous. Because I'm guarantee you if they hear me, it's going to happen. She put a diamond ring on the refrigerator. I walked through there a few months later. She had a car on the refrigerator. I walked through there a few months later. She had a house on the refrigerator. Why are you looking at me like that, Brother McKnight? He looking like clothes, Pastor clothes. Clothes in a hurry. And so whatever she wanted, she put it on the refrigerator. And it wasn't long she got the ring. It wasn't long she got the car. But this is how God works. When you clarify what you want and you seek first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. How many of y'all know he'll give you the desires of your heart? If you abide in him, I feel like preaching, and let his word abide in you. You can ask God for anything, but you got to abide. You got to abide in him and his word. And when we decided we was going to go and look for a house to live in, we looked everywhere. We even got to a point that we was going to settle. I stopped back here to tell somebody and the Holy Ghost saying, don't settle. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, don't settle. We looked at one house. It was next door to a halfway house. But we wanted a house so bad until you remember over there. We was going to get that house. But God said not so. We looked at another house. And with that house, it wasn't large enough for family. And then one Sunday after church, after giving God his praise, we went to look at some more houses. And we went and saw one house. And the house looked good. It was nice and large. But when we saw the price at that time, we said it's a little too much. But Sister King, when we got back in the car, I'm helping somebody now. When we got back in the car, she said, why don't we go look at the house that I put on the refrigerator. Somebody shot refrigerator. And so I went in the house. She stayed in the car. I pulled the house off the refrigerator. We looked up the address. And as we were driving, guess what happened? It took us to the exact house that we had just left. And we didn't even know it. That was God. God saying yes. And I stopped by here to tell somebody, when you clarify what you want and live for God and be faithful to God, God will give you desire of your heart the realtor 
wouldn't take my down payment. I said, that's all right. I went on Google. I found a place called Lighthouse. And I thought it was a Christian lady. Come to find out she wasn't even Christian. But I chose it because of Lighthouse. And when I chose it, Sister Pat, she was ever able to make it work out for our good. What are you saying, Pastor? Somebody, it might not be but one person. I need you to clarify. Clarifying what you want. Let me close the last thing in your clarification. You better put God first. Put God first in your life. Put your family second. Put your church third. Y'all ain't gonna help me. I said put God first. Put your family second. Put your church third. Some of y'all work is before God. It's before the church. But put God first. Put your family second. Put the church third. And watch what happened. And in my conclusion, my last point, after you clarify what you want, don't wait before you begin. Tell your neighbor, don't wait until you begin. We serve a right now God. Hey, you ought to declare that I serve a right now God. If you're on Zoom, declare I serve a right now God. Don't wait for the perfect time. The Bible says that if you wait for perfect conditions, you will never get anything done. Don't wait till things settle down. Don't wait until you get a yes. Don't wait. That's called life for you to have storms. It's called life for you to have struggles. Don't wait. Do it now. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things now, of things not seen. Somebody ought to shout right now, right now. My healing is right now. My deliverance is right now. My door is opening right now. God is saving my relatives right now. I'm being healed right now. I'm being set free right now. Depression is leaving right now. I got the victory right now. Somebody say right now. Right now. Right now. I got a yes right now. I got to thank you right now. I got a glory right now. I got a hallelujah 
right now. Ah! I'm finished. I know I preached a long time. I preached a long time. But don't wait to begin. Don't wait till things get better. God can use you right now. Pastor, I'm broke. God can use you right now. Because God don't need no money. Because the earth is the Lord's. And the fullness thereof. The world in they that dwelleth therein. Clarify what you want. Accept responsibility. Be a chooser, not an accuser, not an excuser. Made up in my mind, I will make no excuses. Because I can do all things. Brother Moody, if I'm flying in a plane and the pilot pass out and they ask, is there anybody that can land this plane? If nobody answers, y'all looking like as long as it ain't my flight, I'm going to die trying. Y'all, did y'all hear what I'm saying? I ain't going to just let that plane just go by itself. If it go down, I'm going to die trying. I'm a chooser. Accept responsibility. You in debt because you did it. I don't care who you spent it on. You made the choice to spend it. Come on somebody. You made the choice. You might have helped many people. Half the folk you help ain't even thankful that you helped them. I know I'm in the house. Oh, we still got communion. Huh? Okay. I'm sorry. Come on, somebody. Stop making excuses. Choose. Make up your mind. I can do all things. Through Christ that strengthens me. Believe that you can change. Okay, how long you been the way you been. I'm mean because my mama was mean. Break that generational curse. And you be different. You be different. You be different. Believe that you can change. Clarify what you want. Uh Put it on the refrigerator. I think I'm going to take my refrigerator out of the house. (laughs) May God, number one, make your family, number two, Make church number three. Make those your three top priorities. And then after that, come on here somebody, the Holy Ghost is speaking. We make so many excuses why we don't go to Bible study, why we don't come to church. We, we, we can go everywhere else doing Bible study. It's always more important to us. If you want God to move in your life, In 2022, put God first. Put your family second. Put the church third.
and then everything else. After that, somebody ought to say amen. And don't wait to begin. It's the first Sunday of the year. Start now. God, I thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. I share with your people what you've placed on my heart to share. You declare that your word will not go forth void, but it will accomplish what you set out for it to accomplish. And God, I thank you. Help us to put you first and utmost in our lives. In the name of Jesus. God, we thank you because you blessed us in 2021. In 2021, we had heartaches, we had pain, we had trials, we had tribulations, we had some of everything. But look at us, God, you kept us. We're still here. We have the activities of our limbs. You kept a roof over our head. You kept food on the table. God, and we say thank you. Thank you for what you've already done. Thank you for what you're getting ready to do. In the mighty name of Jesus. And God, we will have a right now spirit. We won't wait for better days. Hallelujah. Because we know you work all together for the good. You work our good days and our bad days and all of our days together for our good. So that you can fulfill purpose in our lives in 2022. Now God, do it in the name of Jesus. Strengthen us where we're weak. Build us up where we're torn down. In the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody clap your hands if you receive the word of God. Come on, clap your hands. 2022 is going to be my year.